Hey, what's up, everybody? And thank you for tuning in to For Real Though with me, Rock Ruiz. And today on the podcast, we are going to be talking about the sequel to one of the most, well, arguably one of the most popular Disney films of all time. Well, it's a relatively recent Disney film, so I don't know. I don't know if it's really popular because it's recent or if it's going to stand a test of time, but let's see. But anyways, this Disney film that I'm talking about, um, the songs are hella catchy. But unfortunately, because of them being so catchy and with the type of world we live in now where everything is just so shareable and anyone can upload anything on the internet, man, the covers for the songs and the soundtrack of the first movie, they were unlimited. It was like a bottomless pit of covers and kids just singing this the soundtrack of this movie every day everywhere if you haven't already guessed i'm talking about frozen well then again you wouldn't really need to guess because it's on the title of this podcast episode anyways wow i did not think about that anyway um yeah frozen when it came out like what six years ago um well me and my girlfriend at the time we had no expectations walking into that movie it was just you know an average date night then we walked out of the movie pleasantly surprised by how entertaining the movie was i mean it was cheesy uh but then again it's a disney movie come on you gotta give it that it was cheesy it was kind of predictable but it's okay it was entertaining it was funny the songs were really catchy and we walked out of the cinema um yeah like i said earlier pleasantly surprised but, you know, as as the months went on and all the the Let It Go covers just kept playing and all the kids singing Let It Go, uh, I don't know, at birthday parties on the street in the mall, yeah, the, it got kind of old really quick. But uh, I'm happy to say that as the years went by, uh, the covers kind of lessened <laughs> and I rewatched the first Frozen and it's it's still good. It still holds up and it's not as annoying anymore since, you know, I'm not that many kids are uploading covers of Let It Go. But, I mean, no offense, of course, if you're one of those kids or you're friends with one of those kids. The song's great. I mean, there's no denying it's a good song, which is why, you know, people play it and sing it so much. And, okay, that that's enough about the first Frozen. Like, it was a pleasant surprise. You know, long story short, the first Frozen was a pleasant surprise for me. And now, Frozen 2... Our expectations are high because the first Frozen performed so well. So, what do I have to say about the second Frozen? Well, okay, this is how I'm gonna, I'm gonna go about it. I'm not gonna spoil stuff for you guys right away. I'll, I'll leave that for the second half of the podcast. For the first half, I'm gonna be, um, how do I say this? I'm gonna say a no-spoiler review for the first... Uh, half of the podcast and for the second half that's when i'll talk all the spoilers because i have to talk about the spoilers of this movie to fully you know share how i feel about the movie but i know some of you guys haven't listened to the movie yet haven't listened to the movie haven't listened and watched the movie yet and um i don't want to spoil it for you guys so okay Without further ado, here's the non-spoiler review of Frozen 2. Okay, so the soundtrack, first of all, it was really good. I mean, it wasn't as 
instantly catchy as the soundtrack of the first one. Um, but okay, I'm gonna say the negatives for the latter half because you know there's a lot of negativity in the world already. So let's talk about the positives first. Okay, the soundtrack's catchy. Not as catchy as the first one, but you know, still pretty catchy. It takes a little, um, you know, it takes a little time to to really absorb the songs. Like after the movie, I couldn't exactly remember the tunes from the soundtrack walking out of the theater. But, you know, the Disney fan that I am, when I got home, I had the Frozen 2 soundtrack on loop and the songs did grow on me. And I, I love like 90% of them. Um, so, besides the songs, because that's of course what everyone's looking forward to the most is the songs. Are the songs, rather. Besides the songs, another great part about Frozen 2 was, dude, the the layers they're adding to it. I really love that Disney attempted to add more layers to the story. It wasn't as simple as the first one. Like, they had some political undertones to the movie. Uh, I'm not going to say what exactly just yet, but there are more layers to Frozen 2 than there were to Frozen 1. And... The characters are still the same characters we know and love. And, of course, another excellent part about this movie is the animation. It is breathtaking. Like, the f- you could pause this movie at any second and, do those freeze frames could be half freeze frames frozen. No pun intended. But anyways, <laughs> I digress. Those freeze frames could be used in classes. They could be studied by art classes, dude. That's how that's how blown away I was by the animation. Like, um, usually I'm kind of annoyed at 3D animation. It's like, the fact that it's 3D is sometimes enough for you to be impressed sometimes. But it kind of lacks that magic that 2D animation had. The colors and the composition and everything. But with Frozen 2... Um, along with, you know, a lot of new Disney movies too. Um, the 3D animation still had the same charm 2D animation had. Like, all the colors. You know, Disney rarely disappoints with the animation anyway. Okay, what else can I say that was good about it without spoiling much? Well, I guess those are the main great parts about the movie. Is the songs were still catchy. Not as great as the first one, but still catchy. Um... The characters were were still as good as they were in the first movie. Uh, there were more layers to it. Um, uh, there are more political uh, things this movie is trying to say as compared to the first one. And I'm sorry, I'm just going to drink some water first. My, my mouth's getting dry. <sighs> Water's good. Stay hydrated, people. If you haven't... Had a glass of water yet today? You should. Because <laughs> it's a basic human necessity. Anyways, back to Frozen. Um, yeah, those are the good parts for me. The animation. Because uh, the story. Okay, we're going to get to the to the negatives now. The story, I think. I see the intent it had. But I think. Personally, okay. Because some people, I can tell, will love the story walking out of it. I think it wasn't as solid as it could have been. And that's one of the strengths the first movie had that this one didn't, is the story was kind of messy. Like, you didn't know where it was trying to go. 
Exactly. I mean, that's that's a good thing for it not to be predictable, but it was predictable, but the storytelling, I guess, was kind of choppy. I guess that's the word I'm going to use. It wasn't as, like, uh, smooth-flowing as the first movie. And also, what's another negative? Um, another negative, I guess, which isn't really a negative, but it's not exactly a positive either, is this sequel didn't have to be made. Like, after watching the second one, you could walk out of it thinking, I could have not watched this. Like, it doesn't really add that much to the first Frozen. You can tell, you know, of course they made it because of money, but it wasn't necessary. But hey, it was still enjoyable. It was still entertaining. Um, what other negatives are there? There aren't really that much negative things for me, personally. Uh, which is weird, because after watching the movie, I read some reviews on the movie, and critics didn't really like it, apparently. But I'm like, what? Dude, fans are gonna love this movie. Frozen fans are gonna love this movie. Disney fans are gonna love it. Um, but yeah, it's not as solid as the first one, but still a perfectly adequate Disney sequel. Which is weird, because, you know, Disney sequels aren't always... Um, aren't always great, <laughs> Which is why most of them go straight to VHS. And I'm not talking about Pixar sequels here, okay? Toy Story, those movies keep getting better. Pixar is like gold-tier Disney. But I'm talking about, you know, Disney Disney sequels that aren't Pixar. You know, usually like uh, the straight to VHS ones aren't that great. Which is why, you know, they don't come out in cinemas. But personally, I like Lion King too. Like... It wasn't necessary, but it's one of my favorite Disney sequels. But anyways, I'm getting sidetracked again. And, well, that's about it. Because I can't talk about the spoilery parts without um, ruining the movie for you guys if you haven't seen it yet. So if if you've seen the movie already, though, stick around. Because I'm about to talk some major spoilers for Frozen 2. The stuff I liked and the stuff I didn't like. And if you haven't seen the movie yet... I suggest you pause this podcast, come back, and fast-forward it to, you know, 10 minutes. And you're gonna... uh, We can talk about the spoilers together. So, without further ado, let's get on with the Frozen spoilers. Wait, before I say that, before you leave, um, if you haven't seen the Frozen movie yet, uh, is it recommendable? Yes, it is. You should go see it. And after you see it, come back. Let's talk about spoilers. Okay. So, I'm glad that... Okay, spoiler alert. Sorry, forgot to mention spoiler alert. You know how technical people can be. If you don't say spoiler alert, they just keep on listening. But anyways, I am so glad that they didn't opt to do the classic Disney thing. Well, it's not really a classic Disney thing. But like the recent thing Disney has been doing where they show this... Um, villain in the form of an ally at first. Like, you know what they did with Clayton in Tarzan, what they did with the Candy King in Wreck-It Ralph, what they did with um, that sheep in Zootopia, what they did with Lotso in Toy Story, what they did with that uh, singer guy in Coco, Manuel, was that his name? Manuel. Um, Yeah. I'm happy they didn't do that again. Because Disney, it's so predictable already, I swear. Even in the first movie, I already had a gut feel that Hans was the bad guy. 
because just growing up, Disney teaches you not to trust the friendly guys. Which is actually a good thing, because the real world's kind of like that. <laughs> but anyways, I'm happy they didn't do that twist, though. But they still kind of did it with, you know, Elsa's grandpa being, you know, bad all this time. But I'm happy they did that, because um, that's the way history is. It's like commentary on how history is written by the victor. It's like, just because... Uh, Elsa's dad and the people of Arendelle, like, I guess you could say they kind of won that battle. They look like the good guys and not the bad guys. And that's the way history is. And that's what we should kind of correct. It's just, it's just because we know something is a certain way doesn't mean we could be wrong about it. And yeah, that's one of the things I liked about the sequel. You know, it's trying to teach us that um, the good guys in history aren't necessarily actually good guys. Also, another thing I loved about it was that damn metaphor, dude. No, that I, I don't mean that damn metaphor, but the dam in the river. Um, it just represented like you got to tear down old traditions to make way for new ones, to make way for peace. Even if stuff have, stuff like that have always been there, you know, you got to literally break them down to make way for progress and for harmony and stuff like that and also i don't know if it's just me but build a dam build a wall trump disney is that what you were trying to do i don't know if it's just me but i think i see what you're doing disney okay so (laughs) i just found it funny uh in the start of the movie when they were mentioning uh, the elements like air, water, fire, earth, it all changed when the Fire Nation attacked. Something like that kind of happened. And I was like, dude, this is like Avatar, which is Nickelodeon. Disney, just saying. Also, um, since we're talking about cinematic parallels here, that Olaf death scene. That is so Infinity War, dude. It was almost like a mirror image. The only thing missing was Olaf telling, you know, Anna, Anna, I don't feel so good. Oh, and speaking of Olaf, dude, I love this song. I love his song in this movie. The When You're Older. How's it going again? Um, This will all make sense when I am older. Dude. <laughs> Please excuse my horrible singing, but um, it was so it, it was so true because that's the way life kind of is. You think stuff will make sense when you're older, but it really won't. <laughs> um, and besides Olaf's song, okay, let's get it out of the way. Elsa's songs were the best songs. Okay, we get that. Um, what were her songs again? Um, Show yourself. I think that's the title and. Into the Unknown. Into the Unknown! Oh, Rocco, stop, please. Uh, you're making your audience's ears bleed. Anyway, that song, those songs were great. Also, the opening song, not the lullaby of the mom, but the opening song, was that? Some things never change. That one. Sorry, I just can't help myself. I, uh, even though my singing voice is horrible, you know, these songs are just really catchy. Not as catchy as the first one, as I keep mentioning, but still catchy. 
uh, I love that song too because it kind of struck a chord in me because you know I'm, I'm I'm 25 for those of you that don't know and a lot of stuff are changing so it really you know makes sense to hang on to the stuff that don't really change um, or that you'd hope won't change so yeah I really like that song but my personal favorite was was Christoph's song the Lost in the Woods. Oh my god, I love that song. I love the whole I guess you could say music video, the scene that had that song in it cuz it was just so cheesy. I mean purposefully cheesy and relatable <laughs> and all the homages to 80s music and I guess some early 90s cheesy stuff. They were all there. And that's why I loved it so much. And I can't lie, it's been five days, I think, and I'm, I still have the soundtrack on loop. <laughs> been listening it on the, on the way home, on the way to work. It's just Disney magic for you. They got it, to a, a form, they got it down to a formula. Oh, one of the things, though, that, that kind of peeved me, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but personally, I just don't like how they... Death isn't an actual danger in Disney movies. I mean, okay, I'm glad they didn't retcon the whole parents' death thing. I was like, oh my god, if their parents are alive, Disney is teaching kids that no one dies. So uh, I'm glad, I mean, in a sad way, I guess. I'm glad that they didn't bring the parents back to life or the parents weren't alive this whole time. But dude, Elsa freezing and Olaf flurrying, you know, which seem like death scenes. It just goes to show like. You're always going to be safe. It's always going to be a happily ever after. Eh, but what am I saying? It's a Disney movie. No one dies in Disney movies. Except parents and villains. Am I right? <laughs> and Tadashi. I'm sorry Tadashi. And that firefly from. Princess and the Frog. Oh wait. Okay. Fine. Fine. And that brother from Brother Bear. Okay, fine. Fine. People die in Disney movies. I guess I'm just nitpicking. But Frozen 2, if you haven't seen it, why did you listen to my spoilers? But if you have seen it, man, don't you just want to watch it again? But I don't know. Maybe you hated it. Because it's very subjective. Maybe you hated it. Maybe you liked the first one more. Um, Personally, I like the first one better. As overplayed as the songs were. Because, you know, they're just... The songs in the first one were instantly catchy. Um, and the story was more fluid. Uh, but I can't blame this movie either. Because it's trying to do more. So you can't blame the story for being a little bit choppy. Um, but yeah. Frozen 2. I really enjoyed it. It wasn't one of the best movies of the year for me. But I still was genuinely entertained. I want to watch it again. Um, but how about you? Did you hate the movie? Uh, did you think the movie is just okay? Well, whatever you thought, you could, we could start a discussion. Uh, you can follow my Instagram page at forrealthough, F-O-R-R-E-E-L-T-H-O, or like my Facebook page and comment on the post if you have anything to say about Frozen 2, or you could tweet me, that's at Raco Bell, like Taco Bell, but with an R. So creative, am I right? That, w- that was sarcastic, if you didn't catch that. 
But anyways, Frozen 2. Yep, I think this podcast has gone on long enough. Uh, Oh, wait, before I end the podcast. Coolest scene in the movie for me. Dude, Elsa... That that wave scene and when she went to her own like Superman <laughs> Fortress of Solitude place. Dude, that was amazing. Breathtaking scene. Not kidding. Also, come on, it's gonna be no surprise. I bet like three or two of these songs are gonna be nominated at the Oscars if they won't win. Cause you know how the Oscars love Disney. Disney just will always win in the Oscars, like Okay, 9 out of 10 times. For real, though. 